Now is your time to play. T-B-E. T-B-E. That's right, man. We celebrating the victory of our man, Money Mayweather, here on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I am the moderator, B. Jones, and I got my familiar faces back on the podcast today. We got our beloved intern, Jay Dace. What's happening, bro? Hey, what's going on, guys? I hope that you're having a phenomenal day. Easy, easy. We got BJ back on the podcast. What's going on, bro? Everything's good, brother. Everything's good. Glad to be here. Hey, man, we missed you last week, man. You know, we yeah. had the, the back-to-school session and everything. Matt, I was traveling. Uh, me and my family traveled for the eclipse. Um, but we were on the road coming back. Couldn't jump on. But, yo, I watched it, and I was I had so many things I wanted to jump in the way. I was like, we got to do that show again, man. <laughs> there it is. Come right back. Just for you. Just for you. Faison, what's up, baby? Man, it is great to be back. I miss y'all. Uh, last week was a good time, but um, I'm gonna throw something at you real quick since we didn't do a song last week, and I appreciate you holding off for me, Diddy. That was good stuff. Um, but and how would you feel if knowing everything prejudice was obsolete and all mankind danced to the exact beat, and that night it was safe to walk down the streets and live in color? Do what you do, what you do. I was right there. I was right there. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm like, dang, that's what you do. Rest in peace, Heavy D. Yeah, that was a jam. That was a jam. Yeah, keep moving, baby. We coming your way. Uh, we coming your way first. What's happening? You know, same thing, same grind, same freshness. We out here making sure the people stay fresh, evaded, motivated, inspired. We just living life, man. Living a dream. Let's Easy. go. And we got the Green Lantern on the show today. Coach K, what's happening? What's going on? Just happy to see all the fellas back. <laughs> <laughs> on the family reunion. Jay did a great job of um, pretending to know what In Living Color was. Oh, oh chill <laughs> out, yo. Yeah. recognize it. He did a real good job. No. I, <laughs> I was like, uh, when he was standing, I was like, I know that song for somewhere. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, man, you know in Living Color, man. You know, right? Uh, all the people who got their stars, Damon Wayans, all of them on uh, Living Color, man. You good Jim with that? Kim Whitfield. Kim. Kim. Mm. Jim Carrey. Kimberly. Got, um, Not Kim Whitfield. Tootie. Got Kimberly. Tommy Davidson. You got Tommy Davidson. all them kids. Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, well, that one that one skit. I don't seem to have my car. Bye. Bye. Funky fingers, baby. Funky finger productions. Nah, my favorite off of there was uh was Homie the Clown, man. Oh, I love uh, the Homie the Clown skit. I like I liked um the uh uh Keenan's sister, what's her name, who had the I'm gonna tell you something you know about this. And she was sitting on a stoop and just be talking I, business by everybody. I don't wanna gossip, but uh, I used to love when uh David Allen Greer used to hit the uh when he used to uh, sing the uh, country song. Wanna hear Oh man, good times, good times. Go down memory lane. What a song about it. Here go. Yep, yep, yep. Bust his head wide open. <laughs> Bust his head wide open, man. Hey, hey, right hey, in hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, we got to talk about this fight, though, man. That Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight, man. I mm. thought it was great, great entertainment. Um, Floyd definitely did went out there, did his thing. I want to get you guys' take on it, man. I have a, um, I got a problem with the fight, but I'm gonna let y'all get y'all take on the on the fight before we get there to see if anybody brings it up before me. Before we go to the fight, so I I want to just ask a question, and everybody, let me know what you think. 
But how would you feel being the the start of the fight? You're the number one record, and you got your theme music, everything all ready to go, and you go out to just one person and the announcers, and you're fighting <laughs> literally for nobody but yourself. I don't know if anyone's seen that, if you watched the fight from the very yeah. beginning, but the spotlight's going, and you're spotlighting the whole arena. And let me tell you, nobody in the arena. Hey, hey, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather started in that same <laughs> That if you're not willing to respect the fact that it, yeah, there you it's go. your mama and your homeboys who have been <laughs> to watch you, do you know yeah. how hard it yeah. is? Yeah. Anybody, let alone, you know, people who are not family and friends to mm -hmm. care at all about what you are doing, let alone watch you do it. That mm -hmm. is, hey man, if you are not willing to embrace that moment, be thankful and give it your all, you are in the wrong profession. That's true. But That's still true. think about that third day when you're walking out and you're like the first person on TV time. And hey, you got hey, 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 you bro. gotta look at the big picture. Many, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. How I'm many just people saying people are doing their job right now and nobody's watching. <laughs> nobody's <laughs> except for their sorry supervisor, <laughs> who they probably are smarter than anyway, and they're even more frustrated because they're over their back, like, hey, you need to do more. So it's a great point. If you look at great it like point. that, they're getting paid mm -hmm. to have yeah. people watch them, you know, do what they hopefully love and enjoy well know? if you if you do that they're probably getting paid if you think about the actual people watching per dollar they're probably getting paid the most of the entire fight because they're literally their average is much higher you think about it that Just way like that. <laughs> as a matter of fact the first people the first five people to comment on this show we will shot you out on the next podcast there we go 100 just so that we know somebody's watching us other than, <laughs> other than just our family. Let's pray, Mom. You do the job in the 20th. There you go. But getting back to the fight, though, man. So, um, like, what did y'all think of the fight, man? Like I said, I thought it was it was great entertainment. Man, just go ahead and put your view out there, man. Hey, man, I I, I gotta I, I don't want to put it out there yet because I don't want to sound too biased. But since you know you want to oblige me, I feel like that referee did Mayweather a disservice. Oh yeah, literally yeah. I was living when I look. saw that man jumping between him and Connor for, for in my opinion, no reason. You gotta everybody, let him put him on his back, man. Look, no, everybody in that in that ring had a job. While the two fighters' job was to destroy each other, that ref's job is to make sure nobody leaves with brain damage or has any real issues. At the end of the day, if you watch the tape, for anybody to get hit six, seven times in the face without putting their gloves up when you can see they are arguably trying to but have no power mm. to and are still getting struck repeatedly in the face. Not like body shots or nothing, but like blasted in the <laughs> face. <laughs> you have to, it, there, there's a humanity aspect of being a referee. Yes, he could have let it go based on, you know, the preference of, hey, you know what? There was a lot of smack talk going on, especially up the UFC versus Boxing. Mm -hmm. But that is not what, that's why he is actually um, showing how good of a ref he really is because he held up to really what his job and responsibility truly was of making sure that nobody left with brain damage. However, the point of who was the true victor was proven. Regarding the fight in the whole, I thought it was, it was, 
exactly what Floyd Mayweather has done, at least his last 10 yes, to 15 fights Absolutely. In, in regards to being able to, um, look, I'm going to give you three rounds of figuring out what you really think is your best opportunity of taking <laughs> out, you know, everything that you really think is going to be that amazing thing so I can really know, oh, you know what, I did train right, and then now I'm just going to go ahead and go to work. The only difference was the ability that he had to, just like McGregor said afterwards, hey, when he put his head in my chest, and was coming forward, I, I didn't train for that. And that was the difference is that Floyd made, just like he said in pre-interviews, which I did not know if he was going to live up to his word, but the fact that he did start going after him and was aggressively moving forward and had McGregor backing up, trying to figure out how he wanted to set up stuff. And then furthermore to see, he brought McGregor past, after that fourth round, you saw. Mm. Yeah, start getting tight. Like, UFC is three like, rounds. Maybe yeah, three it was, rounds. It was just <laughs> just as it was supposed to go. You know, McGregor got his shots and everything early, but mm -hmm. once it came to those championship rounds and what really is is boxing is about, the 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 true expertise of Floyd showed, and he just started pegging them off. Yeah, they could have let it go to to Conor to be beaten to a pulp, but the point was proven. Even to Conor, you saw in that fight, Conor have. The moment of clarity of holy sh! This guy is is a fighter. Like I can't like I cannot deny the fact that I I do not understand how he still seems like round one as far as stamina and in in motion and what he's doing. Like people do oh, not yeah. give him enough credit. Mm -hmm. Floyd is the type of dude who will go to the club till four or five in the morning with everybody, walk outside and say, "Hey, follow me. I'm running home." I'm running <laughs> home, and that's five miles away, into the hills. Whatever you know what I mean. That it's that there's a big difference in a life training champion like he is, as opposed to you know just a regular fighter. Like he deserves everything that he has and has got. I've taken up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he absolutely does deserve everything that he has coming to him, you know, especially being 50 and 0 now, breaking that Rocky Marciano record. 50. Heard his I, mean, I, I I am one to ask that question as well. Does this fight count? And I mean, it counts for the 50, you know what I'm saying? But I don't want to take away from his legacy. He didn't beat 50 people, whatever. But he didn't fight a boxer for this last one. And we all knew going into it, at least I, I know for sure I did. I'm like, Floyd's going to stretch this thing out. And I knew he was. I didn't think he was going to come in throwing hands like he did <laughs> in rounds five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. But I definitely knew he was going to stretch him out, make him go to distance, get in that deep water, as they say, because he's an MMA fighter. He only worked, used to fight in 25 minutes, and he did that once. So <laughs> not going against whoever the top competitor is in boxing right now, does that kind of take away from Floyd's legacy? But who is the top competitor right now? I can tell you. Exactly. I mean, you get a lot of talk about Triple G and whoever this other guy is that's supposed to be fighting. I think he might have beat both of them already. It was a couple dudes on the undercard that are on Floyd's. I think uh, um, they are. Yeah, under, they're they're, they're working. His, um, yeah, his they're team. working. And I mean, they don't want to get in the ring with him. So it's like, who else is he supposed to fight? That's a fair question. And 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 here's the thing. So you have to realize, boxing right now is really dead. Floyd was the best thing they had going. Who who is it? Who's the heavyweight champion right now? I don't yeah. know because Vitaly yeah, or Vladimir, one of them, just like relinquished the belts. Not too just, long. There's a, there's just retired. Yeah, there's big baby. 
these there, there's a couple but it's you're you're a thousand percent correct boxing is is right now the dinosaur mm. of of you know the, the the sports aspect as far as fighting sports everything right. and, 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 and you ran the risk of people saying look i don't want to see this mayweather fight if you mm-hmm. went and got one of these other guys they'd have been like oh we already know what floyd's gonna do exactly he's gonna dance around he's gonna dodge He's going, you know, get ticky tack points. And that was the only reason fight. Floyd. Yeah, that was the only reason Floyd came back because of the spectacle of what it became and how mm-hmm. he he respected McGregor's use of what Floyd does, and that's the ability to talk up the game, to hype a fight up exactly, and and put some butts in seats and make it the 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 talk of everything. Once it, everything. it became a a um trending topic on social media when there was absolutely no <laughs> real conversations of what was going to happen that's when the the <clears throat> excuse me the the inclination of wow i can make some stupid money on this the money ball went off and in that's time. what it, that's all it, it yeah. you know that, yeah. that money mayweather tft baby you know that that's mm. what that's what his play was and it was he was done he wasn't trying to but it's like really you're gonna give me 300 million dollars to, <laughs> to fight somebody at the end of the day i understand they're a fighter but we're talking about uh professional boxing and i am a champion proven tried mm. and true and i whip whip champions on a regular like i i've, I've proven myself over mm-hmm. and over and over again and you're gonna tell me while i understand you're a fighter you are not a boxer. Exactly. This is a uh, 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 there. There's a true expertise own. in it. He held his own for a minute in there. Now, like I, I definitely thought it was interesting for those first four to six rounds. I definitely didn't expect Connor to come out and be throwing hands and being able to hit him like he did, especially that one or two uppercuts people have been talking about. But he actually looked good in the ring, and I feel like if he had actually trained to be a boxer instead of an MMA fighter, he might have been able to do some things with Floyd, given the reach factor that he had. But that experience, man, like like killed him. We're talking. About, we're talking about a lot of shit. Or what it could. Yeah, happen. I mean yeah. that's exactly. That's what well, I did enjoy. I enjoyed the, his ability to shift sides back and forth when he was fighting. That was very entertaining. He puts on uh, Connor puts put on, on a, a good show. Great yeah, show. You know, like I, I have. I take nothing against him. I, you know, hey, I was, I was ready to watch the fight. I, he had a puncher's chance, just like everybody said. <laughs> right. I saw that uppercut in round one. Yeah. I was like, wow, he really does have a puncher's chance. But at the same time, I thought if there was any power he was going to muster, that was going to be the most power he had to hit him with. Like that was that was, that was it. one of those punches. And while Mayweather was like, wow, that was a good punch. It wasn't like, oh. Things like the five punches that he received at the end. (laughs) He was stumbling. Yeah, you know, Mayweather took that shot. Like, oh, okay, I see you got something. And I think it was more the Connor's uh, value was how unorthodox he is as a fighter because of the lack of training, and that's what caught Floyd off, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, caught him off guard early. You was didn't, things you didn't like know, that upper, yeah. You didn't know where a punch was coming from. Like, what are you? What are you yeah, how did you throw that uppercut? Like, what are you talking about? Like, that was what through <laughs> right. like no professional boxer is gonna throw that uppercut. But once he realized, okay, let me just go ahead and let you punch yourself out because you saw mm-hmm. kind of get hype off of the, the the crowd getting all excited because <laughs> just because he's throwing punches and hitting Floyd's shoulders and everything. Oh, oh, oh. So yeah, yeah, go ahead, punch it up, punch it up, and then just like we saw, that man just. <sighs> Cast out. 
and yeah, won it. He was just, that, yeah, he was in awe of 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 the profession of body. Like Floyd just, is an expert. Listen, and maybe maybe somebody on here can do it. I am waiting for somebody to take clips of Floyd hitting Connor and then just show Prince Akeem in the crowd talking about yes yes <laughs> <laughs> hey man going back to his legacy though man Florida you know he got the 50 and 0 um, you know one of the things that stood out the most with me about this fight from others was Connor kind of stepped into that role as you know the villain or whatever. He took a lot of the heat that Floyd normally gets because he talked more trash than Floyd could normally talk or whatever. So he stepped into that role. And I thought it was interesting to me because a lot, some of the people that I was in the room with watching the fight, you go back two or three fights ago when he was fighting um, Pacquiao. And, you know, it was a, it was moral character that people were putting him on the scales together. Mm-hmm. So it's like Mayweather has this checker history. They bringing up all of this domestic abuse stuff or whatever, trying to sully the name when he's going against Pacquiao, you get none of that. And I thought it was real interesting how the media decided to cover him going into this 50th fight to add to that legacy. I definitely think a piece of it was um, Floyd has a lot of control now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there was any, um, I, I didn't see no 24 sevens, even though mm-hmm. he's the one who created that show. I thought they you know, did. There was a lot of, there was a lot of, I don't, I, I didn't see it. If it was, I don't recall seeing it, um, or even seeing anything about it. And I saw so much of all the other shenanigans as far as the press conferences. So they had a lot of those shenanigans, but when they did the all access, uh, typically they only show them in training mode. They show them in the gym a lot, what they doing, sparring or whatever. They might have a few clips of them talking. For Floyd, though, this time around, they it was more so about his life. You know what I'm saying? They took the opportunity to kind of celebrate everything he came uh, came from, the trials, the tribulations. Even right before the fight, they had a clip, you know, like two, three-minute clip. I think that goes back to his control, though, of Floyd doesn't want to retire as the bad guy. And I think it was the win-win situation of uh, this fight to him didn't secure. He already secured his legacy mm-hmm. But I think that what the media him, did not let him go out. As, it, as the he bad. saw the opportunity of yeah. so many. Pl- I'm going to get 300 million, 300 million, <laughs> and I can set up. I can control the narrative to make myself go out now as a true classified champion who did something nobody else did and was able to, you know, that can hopefully, you know, kind of push to the side my other issues enough for you to be like, okay, wow, you know, I do respect and agree Floyd is the, is the best boxer of all time. That's what he wants is people to be able to say without a doubt. And he can, hey, look, man, I'm the best boxer because of these stats and look at this. And then look how I finished. Greatest, most uh, um, expensive, you know, uh, largest purse fight in history. Mm-hmm. What else can you say? You know, and all my person continue to get more. How else do you want to um, calculate how great I am? It's like somebody being able to throw Tim Duncan into the mix of trying, oh, well, he's like one of the greatest players, like the greatest player ever. You know, you start breaking down some stats like Tim, Tim Duncan is great, but he's boring as hell. I don't care about <laughs> Tim Duncan. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's, it's, it's along those categories of, yeah, I can break down the stats now of like, look at what I've done and and the fact that he's able to talk competently, have conversations, yeah. he may not mm. be able to quote unquote read, you know what I mean, or anybody yeah, wants yeah. to joke about, but by standards of a boxer who has been through as much as he has and to um, 
what he controls, how he does it, what's going on, that he's he's got a life past boxing, all you can do is hats off. And that's what yeah. I, I, you, you appreciate the most about it is because he set up that life past boxing. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. had Mayweather Productions. You know, he has the training facilities. He just made 350 million for how many minutes? 30 minutes? Not even 30 minutes, like 27 minutes? Like, wow. Jesus Christ, this dude, his legacy, you know, is it, gonna go way, 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 way into the future. But like you said, I'm gonna pose a question. Is he the best boxer of all time? And that think- weight class, yes. <laughs> ah, that's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. I, th- I think that in, in general, because I'm still a fan of Roy, J- Roy Jones. Roy Jones Jr. is my man. So <laughs> Roy Jones? No, 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 no. But they're different, different weight classes. Roy Jones doesn't uh, well, class I'm, I'm telling you, if you're talking about just in general, I want to break it down. Yeah, Muhammad Ali, but I think Muhammad Ali is in the category of a Michael Jordan. I don't mm-hmm. care. Like LeBron James is amazing, mm-hmm. you know, historic, all of that great stuff. But it's still like something about the era in which yeah. they encapsulated in 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 the bounds of what they did with what they had mm-hmm. that adds to the you know the legacy, the story, and what they have. It isn't just about saying, "Hey, in boxing, I won fifty fights." You know, period. It's well, you know, think of the times, what was going on, mm-hmm. what he had to face. Could Ali have gotten you know in 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 the the times that. He decided to take fights and, 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 you know, being able to say things like, hey, well, you technically got Pacquiao after his prime. If you got him when everybody wanted, who knows mm-hmm. what would happen? You're right. You know, mm-hmm. that it's, it's those things, the, the the small question marks where those things aren't on um, on Ali's legacy. Nope. Only thing on Ali's legacy is, damn, I wish he wasn't, oh, excuse me, as soon as he was. <laughs> you know, it was more that, hey, I wish that he can go ahead and, and push further. He had more of an opportunity to yeah. go ahead and, and do more and that well, he didn't get so damaged so quickly. Well, that's... It wasn't that he got damaged quickly. It was my man had three years off during his prime. This is, right? yeah. He wasn't mm-hmm. allowed to fight. So what would have happened in that three years? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in, in to me, it's also a different era. Like, they were fighting... Every, ever what well, yeah like, and those, quick were, quick fights were, back, know, to back, he, back to back to back to back he progressed through the era of you know when they went from hey man we gonna fight till somebody falls down mm-hmm. you know what i mean <laughs> to okay you know what we need to be a little more civilized let's do like you know they were doing 20 rounds all right now let's do 15 mm-hmm. you know what i mean 20 rounds i don't think i think 15 i think he was in the 15 yeah that's still a lot but still it's a lot I mean, it's, it's 15 with you know, again, power. That's that's heavyweight that's power. Heavyweight. They were you. Hey, everybody seen them videos of um George Foreman hitting that bag, uh, right? Yeah. Imagine taking them. Sh- mm-hmm. I don't know Dang. for three hundred million. I was talking about it earlier today. I'll oh, get in the ring with that, George. Yo, I'll get with anybody for three hundred million. Wake up next month. Where my tank? I need my tank. I'll pull Where that. my tank? Pull that old school <laughs> Jeff Jarrett Hulk Hogan where you just get in the ring and lay down. Mm. Go ahead, Thank count you, it out. <laughs> Straight up. Mm. I have no problem with 300, 100 million. Let's go. Exactly. No. But I'm I think, ready. Brett, you made, a, you made a good point when you you talk about his setup to the legacy and Ian started out that conversation. It's the, what he's going to do and what he's capable of doing from here on out with the rest of his life. He, don't, he doesn't have to worry, but he set up the, the blueprint to be successful in those other arenas. Still have 
money flowing in from all those other ventures. And we're we're talking about a different era now. So when they retired before, what did what did most boxers do? Become commentators, mm-hmm. right? Right. And that that was the, that was what they did after. How many fights did you see George Foreman um, giving the play by player, giving giving the feedback, mm-hmm. the whatever they call it in, in boxing? Um, he came back. He came back like five times just to get some hey, extra money because he needed. Or them grills started popping, and he's like, "Man, I can sit back, man." You so, but so. So right now you're looking at somebody, and I can't say it's him alone. I don't know if he's been advised or how does how does it work. But no wow. matter how, how many fights he's had up to this point, fifty, he's fifty and zero, right? So yeah. at, at fifty and zero, somebody is back there helping him and say, like, look, this is the end, but it can't be the end, right? You have well, you a you have a long not, yeah. It's hard to say his legacy is oh his his legacy is still growing. Who knows what he's going to do exactly? I bring that to a, a a thing we talked we had years ago. It Elliot was a talk I had, and then Elliot ended up being a sermon in one day at church. And it, and it goes back to the being that you got your your birth date and your death date. And all that's in the middle is that dash that's on your grave. What everybody else talk about is what's going to encapsulate that dash. So when whenever whenever he's got going on right now. He set up for his family, for the kids, for his generation. You talk about wealth passed down. We talked about that before on the show. Like he set up to keep everything going and family don't have to worry about nothing. Generations to come. Now, back in the day, like that that wasn't a minute. They're fighting. They're fighting to survive right now. To get his purse, to get his nap. And then let's say some of them fights, because I remember like back in the day watching with my pops and them like, Look, I swear it was like every six, seven months. Probably less. Yeah. That's why they were That's called prize fighters. Be yeah. be back in be back in the ring, and it's like sometimes even as a kid, you're like, like, but well, didn't he just get his butt beat last last time? Yeah. Like, knocked how, out. How's he back hanging out? Feeling like, yeah, man, they was taking damage back then. But so, so we you talked about about Floyd and, and his ability to uh to to go in different mediums. I think Floyd learned from Oscar the Hoya and the Golden Boy Productions because that's where he was he, though he was one of the first ones to have his own other thing. others, yeah. Yeah, and then he just took that and just made it into like it, it was more Yes, I think he he took a piece of that, but I mean there are there are definitely other boxers who had you know attempted in that arena. It's uh-huh. really the combination of him, you know, being smart enough to well really getting screwed over by mm-hmm. networks and feeling like he wasn't getting his true worth. Yeah, but Don, then and also Don King, in that being able to back up what was going on, the fact that he continued to win mm-hmm. is really what set him up the way that it did. The more that you win, the more power that you have. And yeah. he ran the play of betting on himself in the sense of when it was time to renegotiate with like HBO. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, nah, you guys are, are I, I want a bigger piece. They didn't want to give him the right piece. That's what got him to Showtime mm-hmm. because he started 24 seven and then had to switch it to all access when he went to Showtime. So I, okay, I was like, is that, yes. was that on HBO? Yes. I'm like, I swore. Exactly, yeah, he okay. started with 24 seven. That's what he started at HBO, but then because he, he ran out that contract, they didn't want to pay him what he felt he was worth, made that move. That That's what it's hmm. good to see, you know, uh, uh, somebody in the sport take it past, just like we were talking about, you know, I'm a fighter, I'm just fighting to survive, to being right. able to 
create a true legacy to create wealth and not just a fortune and i think that's the thing a lot of boxers might make a, a small fortune but the fact that floyd has become wealthy like generation you know is becoming a household name whether whether you know boxing or don't you know the tmd you know money made whether you know the name you know the the brand floyd is 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 one at most two years away from being a billionaire easy easy yeah yeah where he is right now and we talking about his legacy a lot and how he's built that and everything it's really fluid at this point and that's what I, i'm most eager uh, or most excited about because he's 40 years old he just won his 50th fight he's done with boxing he's gonna retire and be on the mount rushmore boxing but he's gonna do so much more i'm looking forward to seeing how much more he's gonna do for this sport how he's gonna bring it back to relevance because i think that was a big part of this him fighting conor mcgregor as well because mma has basically taken over what boxing was yeah. a lot more people watch mma uh, than boxing or whatever. So I think it, it's going to be really, really interesting to see what he does with this platform that he's built for himself and those that are coming behind him going forward. Definitely curious. That's the part where, you know, I'm not sure. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the money team is now sponsoring MMA fighters. Because Yeah, he could. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I guarantee this um, opened up some interesting conversations between him and Dana White. Oh yeah. Who is Dana White? I've been hearing that name a whole. He's the owner of the, the UFC. Owner of the yeah, UFC. Yeah. UFC. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it definitely will, especially with McGregor being across, being able to cross over and get this hundred mil. Well, and I don't not. think they. He's not staying there. No, he's not gonna stay there. But he's not. Coming he's not staying there. But the MMA fighters who are drawing a lot more attention than boxers typically do. I don't know what their purses look like. But not I, much at all. It's it's it's, it's definitely not the. It's compared to boxing. Um. Yeah. And when it comes to the business moves, I mean, I definitely love Floyd for that aspect as well. So, I mean, if he decides, hopefully he doesn't just turn his back on boxing, especially with the, some of the dudes that I saw fighting that need guidance, like that young man from Baltimore that did that missed weigh-in, so he had to vacate his belt on, on the undercard. He, he needs to be really influential with those. So I hope he doesn't just, you know, leave boxing to go where the purse is and everything. But, you know, I'm really excited to see, you know, those things happen. I definitely think Floyd is going to um, work on putting boxing back on the map, but I, I definitely also wouldn't be surprised to watch him, you know, dabble in some of those other ventures. I definitely see with UFC, I, I feel that it's it's got to, um, in order to uh, allow the purses, because right now it's like Art said, pretty much the, the owner is eating, you know, Mm -hmm. graciously while he's, he's smart enough and strategically has made to where like yeah when you're part of the boys club as far as being a fighter yeah you come we take care of your hotel and you you know you're training and you're, uh -huh. you know, you got stuff going on but if you don't have sponsors and everything like that you're you know what i mean it, it's it's that that fight purse is not uh you know a, a boxing fight purse but at the same time i think it might need to bring in more of that WWE element where you know the, the <laughs> so baby, now we're gonna have the Miz and them. And well, I'm, I'm just talking days. about <laughs> able to have more personality. I think that UFC fighters have more personality, but bringing in more of the aspect of you know the talking and being able Show, to showmanship. you know the showmanship of it exactly. The, that the, is yeah, that, that's a that's big, what that's, that's what you got uh, with the Tyson's, uh, with the Roy Joneses, and you know others. Yeah, but also I don't know how the 
WWE contracts work out, especially with, you know, like the, you, you become the rock from being, you know, nobody. How does, how does that work and how much do they take of, you know, hey, we know you're making toys and all of this other stuff. How does yeah. that, that work? You know, there's so much stuff that's involved and it's the same thing now with the UFC. They got little action figures. All that stuff comes back from like the, the the American Idol mindset is that you may be on a show and once you get yep. past the top 10 or top 20, you are now a name and, and you sign the contract saying that you're giving back 20% no matter what you do for the next 15 years. <laughs> yep, exactly. It's crazy. That's why some of the people that, don't want to win. That's, that's, that's what I'm already, uh, what you call it, your name. They've already uh, yeah. copyrighted your name mm-hmm. and stuff like that. See? And this is the last point before I, I head to you, Faison, for your for your uh, arts corner. But like that's and that's why F- Floyd is going to be so important in boxing because that right there, you know, what I'm saying somebody taking it off the top, the percentage or whatever, like kind of how Jay Z set up Rock Nation, and now he has the sports aspect of it, and he was talking about it on Rap Radar where he has them and they kind of assembled their teams to create their own wealth instead of going through somebody else to that's going to take from diversify your, your portfolio. Exactly. So I mean, yeah, we're gonna leave that there. Phase before on. you before before you finish, just I just I just got some figures for you guys for some MMA fights. So Georgia's St. Pierre, which is Hold a on, big time ma- out, time out. BJ, you slacking. <laughs> <laughs> um some big figures for, for boxing. So St. Pierre That's um, who just started off, Jones, right? I think so. Start off with, with ten he's now at ten twenty million per fight. That's what he's Ooh. getting when he fights. Uh, Georgia's rush St. Pierre. No, that's not who just fought John Jones. Okay, well, he's getting twenty million. When he was fighting, I guess in his prime, he's getting twenty million max. Okay. Ronda Rousey, uh, she's getting fifteen million max uh, on her on her fights. Um, but she retired. Uh, John Jones, seven million max per fight. Um, uh, Anderson Silva, six million max per fight. Broke his leg, poor guy. Um, and then the highest paid, obviously, is McGregor now, but he got the most of that from boxing. So before that, he was only making. They said uh, a million per fight, and now he's getting a hundred million from boxing. That's so it's crazy. not, it's the, the the scale is crazy. UFC is more about promotions and getting mm-hmm. um, your personal sponsors. sponsorships. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they get a lot of that behind the scenes. It's like, it's like basketball. Because basketball it's like before before LeBron there. James and trade, it's basketball. If, if you get a lot of money outside, all of their mm-hmm. you know they have all the different brands on there on their shorts, and then they'll mm-hmm. have like the T-shirt they got to put on or a hat, or you'll have the dude carry. Yes, it. All of a sudden, the guy will come and throw a water bottle in his hand. That's whatever. <laughs> he like turning it out. Like man, you got to show the label, dog. Mm-hmm. Show the label. And yeah, it's it's about that sponsorship money because that's a quick 15, 20, 50 grand, 100 grand. Hey, man, I, I need 500 because your your brand is going to be shown to all, not just all these people here, but I'm on pay-per-view, baby. Let's yeah. get mm-hmm. So it's about leveraging your self-worth business. BJ is still waiting for us to restart the education. <laughs> I'm sorry, BJ. No, no, no. You, it's we a, like you we talk about it, but I, I'm not. I, I didn't even watch the fight, so I, I can't put that much of the thing. So <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure. I limit, I'll, I'll really, really like quickly. This is really how it works: a man throws a punch, a man dodges. A man sits in the face, a man <laughs> dodges. Like That's pretty much so the like fight. NASCAR. Phase on. What you got for us, hey, today, man? Hold on, man. Hold on, hold on. I, I really want to give a quick shout out to uh, my fight hero, 
which was the guy that was uh, Facebook living the fight <laughs> yeah. from his laptop. <laughs> that's how, dog, Silky that's how, that's how Silky I saw Wookie. the fight. It wasn't Silky Wookie, you know, oh, another guy. Yeah. Shouts out to somebody Silky Somebody said Wookie. they were going to do that. but Somebody, somebody shared it uh, on Facebook Live, and when I got on, they were at 4,000 viewers. Hell. By the end, it was 8,000 people watching. I believe it. I believe it. Shout out to the set out. Probably, probably <laughs> got known. They probably caught that letter today, Jack. No, international. He was in Scotland. Oh, Can't really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> outside, outside the country, you're that's, good to go. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to my man Silky Wilkie. If y'all ever need to fight, my dog Silky Wilkie always finds a good um uh somebody else's page to share that winds up having it. <laughs> he's a boxer himself. Time out, time out, it's time all out. international phase <laughs> on yes what sir. you got for us today <laughs> hey, hey silky wilkie feel feel free to share the 13th floor there you go there you go the um, the 13th floor are not responsible for any kind of <laughs> there you go bj that's not sharing no fights <laughs> so so um this week's corner it changed like four times i i had like a lot of things going on this week good stuff but um so, so you have a room yeah yeah, yeah. today today i i want to i want to because i mean georgia was talking yes you know. yeah well well today i'm gonna stay, I'm gonna stay on the couch so i gotta make some noise um and it's important that uh, everybody hears this one who's listening um because in our community we don't um really talk about this a lot but last night's vma um there was a uh entertainer named logic that did a whole performance around depression and about suicide and all these things. And in our community, we don't get to talk about that because that's looked looked down upon. So if anyone's out there listening, and it's usually people who you don't think about or who's just trying to find things and, and is frustrated with life, um, you know, people are out there, you are not alone. You have people, we have friends, we have family, reach out to people. Um, don't take it um, by yourself. Um, there's a number they gave out, which is one 800 um, two seven three eight two five five. Uh, that number you can call. You talk somebody. The first thing you gotta do is talk. And I just wanted that out there. We have a great time, and you can have a great time. But you gotta get past that hump. And when you pass that hump, you see victory behind you. Um, go, go through the tunnel and see what's on the other side of the tunnel. Don't don't let whatever's happening right now affect you. People with a who love you, want to see you survive, want to see you do things, and they need you. So uh, whenever it gets tough, reach out to people, reach out to their friends, um, don't hold it in, talk about it, and get it going. That number again, 1-800-273-8255. I was looking up while you was talking about it, but I got yes. you. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Do, do you guys remember, and I know I went, I went to school before most of y'all did, um, but at some point, they had numbers if you were a student that you could call and then, like, there was a certain code you put in for whatever the for whatever the subject matter was. So I remember that it could be anything from drug abuse, um, domestic violence, mm -hmm. you know, uh, abuse, masturbation. It could be anything that they would have on there, and you could call in. Mm -hmm. I, I just, just want to if they still do that. Do they still do that in schools? So I they definitely know. have help for the students. I don't know how yeah. far that help goes um but they do have resources and everything for the students because i mean you think about it students you know half of them probably their first time leaving home you deal with so much pressure anxiety social pressure and everything mm -hmm. uh you gotta have that resources so i mean phase on great great message man definitely definitely want to take advantage of those resources 
if you find yourself in need. Um, fresh, man, we coming your way for the fresh down. We're gonna have to find a way to get uh, get some logic on here, man, because he's definitely uh, under the radar, but mm. he's a dope artist, man. He's yeah, a dope artist. Logic. And I did hear, I did hear what you were talking about on the radio. That um, that little segment he did at the VMAs, man. I was mm-hmm. really proud. I was really proud. Logic is definitely a dope artist. Definitely, um, as far as the new Young Blood goes, he's somebody who really works on especially his last album making sure he's put message in his music and is about more than just the party scene and i also respect him because he's not um a you know uh bugatti driving club going chain wearing gold teeth you know talking about violence or or anything like he really does a good job of using his skill set as far as the mc to portray you know positive messages but also tell stories of you know his ups and downs in life so definitely a good artist for all to check out however this week's fresh jam of the week is actually um a lady by the name of ray black and sg lewis the song is called chill out um, it's kind of more of an R&B vibe this week, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So I hope you're ready. <laughs> I know there was some speculation and anticipation. No this week. No Tay-Tay. On what was going to get popping this week. But, um, yeah, go ahead and give a listen. Let me know what y'all think. Oh yeah, I told you I was trouble when we first met But I guess you never got the message I hate to be so goddamn depressive But my broken heart turned me to a savage Cause I only want you when I'm lonely On a late night, on a Friday With some hot gray Said I only want you when I'm lonely On a late night, on a Friday With some hot gray <laughs> Your want is something real I wasn't expecting that you feel now <laughs> I only want you on a late night with the high grade. You're making a big deal. I'm not feeling you should cheat. It's a good vibe, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to research out. Uh, that thing. You know, we don't throw stuff out there that I hadn't already heard, but I, I'm gonna have to go <laughs> that one. Again, wow. that is chill out, Ray Black. Yes, uh, let me see if it'll focus in on the name there. Uh, yeah, hit that phrase. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's not going to do it. But anyway, so, <laughs> Black, SG Lewis, she's got a, a couple. I think she might be from um, across the water, Europe, uh-huh. um, somewhere. Was, but some, I mean, there's something yeah, you, there. you could definitely hear it in the voice. But yeah, she's got a, a couple of really dope songs. Um, I'm not sure if it's considered her and another person or if they're more of a group. But whatever it is, the music is jumping. Definitely uh, say you go check out Chill Out and any other things that you can catch from Ray Black and S.G. Lewis. Quick question. Yeah. So, oh, the week. Is she like similar to SZA, Kalani, BB Borelli, or is like it kind of different altogether? Yes and no. She had uh, more of a, um, she was. Uh, more of a Lauren Hill type. She sounds like she's like a jazz. Where she like, had, she yeah. could get some flow. Like she will, yeah. she will rap on some of her songs, you know, and just like okay. spit 
as opposed to always being about kind of the uh, more, I guess, trap related new flow where it's I'm singing and, and, and rapping, you know, that Chris Brown, Trey songs. She sounds, um, she definitely sounds like she's from the spoken word mm-hmm. arena. Mm-hmm. 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 But yes, fresh jam of the week. There it is, man. Coach K, man, we coming your way for the message, man. What you got for the people? The message for the people. Mm-hmm. People, what is your fight? What is it that you are trying to excel at and be better than everybody else is on this earth? Know that when you start to find success, there are going to be people that are not going to be fans of your success. Therefore, they are not going to be fans of you but that doesn't mean that you should stop doing what it is you're trying to excel at. You should continue to go. You want to get to that magic 50 because once you get to that 50, whatever your 50 is, that's when people are going to finally say, you know what? They were the greatest at this, or they're going to consider you for being the greatest. But in the meantime, during the journey of trying to get to the greatest, nobody's going to really back you and appreciate you like that. They're always going to find a way to try to take you down not to give you that credit. Don't worry about it. You give yourself the credit and you go out there and ultimately go out on top. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Um, before we end the podcast, I want to give a shout out to the people out in Houston that are going through Hurricane Harvey, I believe. Harvey, yes, yes. So I haven't watched the news, um, but I hear it's a lot of devastation out there. It looked, some of the pictures and clips that I've seen, man, it really looks like Katrina type bad out there, man. Um, I, though, I think one of the um, representations I saw was that it would fill up a, a four cubic mile radius wide and then a four cu- or a two cubic mile high. That's how much water is uh-huh. in Houston in that in the city right now. Like there were literally areas where up to overpasses was flooded. Like you could take a dive off the overpass. So you're talking 20, 30 feet of water. Yeah, man. Highways. Um, a lot of resources going out there, man. I heard from JJ Watt. He's got uh, like 100K going out there. Beyonce is already taking uh, taking reins on sending uh, resources out there. So if you can, definitely send your prayers, send your help. Red Cross is available to those in, in Houston to help them get through this uh, this situation. Hey, well, before, if you guys are, if you're doing donations, if you're doing anything, make sure you look at who you're giving the money to or, your, or if it's money or food or things too, because organizations will take advantage of this time make I sure think PJ has no a number perfect make sure no one's calling if they, someone calls you for something that's not it you should be going through and making sure you set up right so make sure the money goes to the people not to the organization if someone calls you that's not necessarily not right you can no, do some, yeah. some <laughs> checking of, yeah, of check who it, that person is a lot of and what their organization but is hold on, but before, a lot of organizations a lot of organizations will, will put a lot of the money to the organization first before it goes to the people yeah. Red yeah. Cross so make sure <laughs> make sure yeah, so make sure hey, when you give yeah, it's, it's fine. I mean, they'll, well, they're going to help for sure. They'll be there to help. I don't want to talk sure. about Haiti, but I mean, yeah. look at what 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 has not been done there with yeah, all of the right. money that was contributed. But BJ, I think has a number for Houston. Go. Please. He, says, he said it's one eight hundred Red Cross. <laughs> 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 Let's type it. No. But, 
So there's, there's me, just like I was saying, there's many people out there at this point in time that are trying to raise money, trying to do things. So the first thing we can say is do your research. Um, we're not endorsing one particular um, entity to collect money or you should choose to solicit to or they should solicit from you. But like I said, do do some research. Um, just doing a quick search right now. Um, the mayor of Houston, Sylvester Turner, has set up a relief fund. Um, is ghcf.org hurricane relief um the one jj watt um has a fund set up as well and i forget it. it's the flood relief fund and that one is um youcaring.com y-o-u-c-a-r-i-n-g.com um and they're they're up over a million dollars right now um just, and these are just a couple of course the red cross um you can text the word harvey to nine zero nine 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 if the red cross is the means you want to give but again by no means are we endorsing one entity um again do the research make sure they're aligned with what you want to do and what you um support and and just again we have a lot of family and friends out there i know everybody in this room um it probably has somebody out there um but right now we just our prayers are with everybody we'll just make sure that everybody stays safe um whatever we're gonna do 13th floor got you and if you if you really want to show uh, your kindness to humanity and to your fellow brother, find out how you can put boots on the ground. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah money's awesome, but volunteerism, I guess is the word, and being there supporting, you got a boat, be out there. <laughs> People need you. Jay, any final words, man? Everybody else got their run. I gotta, you know, I gotta give you your opportunity. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. What's going on, baby? No, but uh, most, def <laughs> most definitely, most definitely. Like what like what Kay said, like um, really getting out there and um, putting in work with your hands as opposed to, you know, your wallet. Um, it just does something, it does something different. You know what I mean? Like it, it's the, the connection, the letting people know that you're there with them, not just, you know, there right. from a distance, but knowing that that you are there literally with them. Uh, it's nothing like a like companionship. So definitely. And not only that, but it goes a long way when other people see people helping people. Mm -hmm. A dollar, a dollar amount on TV is not really impactful. So, oh, that's a lot of money. But to see somebody reaching out to help their fellow human being, it's like um, this is the part that kills me. You talk about Katrina. You talk about um, the la the last quote unquote situation we had, hurricane we had here in, in Florida. You talk about Houston now. Like when people, when there's situations that happen around the U.S., people come together and support each other. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, we forget about all that crap that happened. Mm -hmm. Wash your we forget, hands. We forget yeah. about that. That they got down the street. There's a different color, different religion. They were struggling, and we lend a help. We forget about all that, and then we back to the regular rat race. And that's the part that kills me with it. But well, because you, you got because it, no, no, it's different people that do it. You know, you got people that do it because they look good. You know, I'm, I might be on TV or people are viewing me, people are looking at me, so I'm doing it because I got the attention. But then you got people that's actually doing it on a consistent basis. Like this is how they live. Like giving is a part of life. So I, know. I I'd have to humbly disagree because in the in the face of diversity, no matter how messed up this nation is, we'll we'll come together and support somebody. And if you look at everything that happened on 9 11, everything like that, you look at everything it's that true. happened, whatever. No, that's right? what I'm saying. People, but people will overcome. And yes, I, I get it. People do for attention, whatever. But I, again, that's, we could talk about that. That's a whole other story. Why, 
Why does I was it just take about to say, man, it sounds like we just started a whole nother show. So, I mean, we why does, does it take so Tune in next week, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> here on the 13th floor. Where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views, the views are amazing. Are amazing. Hello! Three, five. To play. I ended the show. <laughs> <laughs>